Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. Welcome, Milwaukee Bucks fans. We have some big news. Coach Adrian Griffin was relieved of his duties today. Uh, big, big splash. Uh, obviously, this season is championship or bust. Uh, Tyler is uh, going to be joining us in a second here, but man, uh, what a whirlwind of events! Uh, you you hire coach Coach Griffin. Uh, he's kind of handpicked by Giannis and and a few other players. And you know, I thought his presser was really really good. The things that he was talking about, uh, pressuring the ball. Uh, he was talking about a lot of a lot of things. You know, scoring in in fast break opportunities, but it just kind of seemed like maybe he was just a, a little bit in over his head. Uh, that's not any disrespect to him. Some guys are just assistants in the NBA. Uh, kind of like uh, we've talked a hundred times on our Friday night episodes when we do Packers, we talk about some guys are just meant to be defensive coordinators or offensive coordinators. Uh, we feel that way about Josh McDaniels. He's a terrific offensive coordinator, but he's just not head coach material. So it just, it is what it is. Uh, some guys just aren't meant to be head coaches. As a head coach, you have to have a few things. One, you have to have an alpha male mentality. Um, welcome back, buddy. Um, you have to demand respect in the room, and you have to be able to motivate. Uh, th those are a couple keys, in my opinion, that you have to have as as a head coach. Um, Griffin obviously fell short on a few things, but you know it is what it is. We're gonna hit the hit the reset button. We still have one of the most talented rosters in the NBA. Um, I think there's a few things that go into it, in my opinion. Um, Yes, the defensive numbers are alarming, okay? Um, there's some some easy fixes, in my opinion. You get a coach in here that, you know, is what I explained, what I want. Then I think that you can, you can get back to playing championship-level defense. Um, also, I think the bench being outscored by the Pistons bench, as bad as it was the last couple of games, really, really led into this decision. Um, the Pistons added a couple guys, Danilo Gall Gallinari and um, who else? Who am I Mike Muscala. Muscala. Muscala is a nice player. Danilo Gallinari is a nice player, but they should not be putting the bench scoring that lopsided. Alec Burks was absolutely having a field day a couple nights ago, scoring 33 points. I mean, you go back to the Cavaliers game when there's a player coming off the bench. Who am I thinking of? He played for the Sixers. Georges Niang. Georges Niang. He came off the bench for the Cavaliers. Tyler's always got my back. That's why we're a great team. Um <laughs> He comes off the bench and he just starts striping three-pointers and he's left wide open and they're just pushing the ball and pushing the pace. And I mean, we're going to get into more game breakdown stuff tomorrow, but I think some of that stuff that was kind of repetitive and it wasn't a thing that was kind of happening every once in a while, I think that kind of led to this decision. So what are your thoughts, buddy? How you doing? So I want to start with a few things. First things first. I'm gonna read the the Bucks just made the announcement official with their their official um, word on it. it. Says the Milwaukee Bucks have dismissed head coach Adrian Griffin 
This is John Horst. This was a dis difficult decision to make during the season. We're working towards immediately toward hiring our next coach. We thank Coach Griffin for his hard work and contributions to the team. Bucks assistant coach Joe Prunty will serve as the interim head coach. Horst will address the media tomorrow, Wednesday, January 24th at 5.15 from the Jim Paschke interview room at Fiserv Forum. Okay. So that is the Bucks' official word on the matter. Now, <clears throat> I'd like to say that I'm surprised that people are already complaining that Doc Rivers is the first name that was listed as a potential candidate. I'd like to say that I'm surprised that people are already pre-complaining before the hiring is even made, if Doc Rivers is who they decide to go with. Mm -hmm. So... The word from the word from Woj was that the Bucks are planning to quickly pursue a small pool of accomplished and available veteran head coaches with yeah. Doc Rivers near the top of the list. So, first things first, this does not guarantee that Doc Rivers is going to get the job. But I went through uh, Doc Rivers's um, head coaching record since. He was a head coach with the Clippers. Mm -hmm. So I went all the way back from last season with Philadelphia all the way back to 2013 and looking at his team's defensive efficiency ratings. So going back all the way to 2013, starting from last season, going all the way down, 8, 13, 2, 5, 21, 19, 12, 6, 17, 10. Now, I get that that 21 and the 19 might stand out from the 2018-19 and from the 2017-18 seasons. Mm -hmm. But listen to this roster from 2017-2018. Patrick Beverly, Avery Bradley, Sam Decker, Jawan Evans, Danilo Gallinari, Blake Griffin, Montrez Harrell, Tobias Harris, Bryce Johnson, Wesley Johnson, DeAndre Jordan, Sean Kilpatrick, Boban, Willie Reed, Austin Rivers, Milos Tadosic, Sindarius Thornwell, Tyrone Wallace, CJ Williams, Lou Williams, and Jameel Wilson. How many good defenders did you just name? Two. And their guards? Yeah. So <laughs> Dude, the, the next the next year was worse. Oh I mean, boy. he's got he gets rookie SGA, but obviously okay. that's the rookie version. Uh -huh. But it's Beverly, Avery Bradley, Wilson Chandler. Angel Delgado, Gallinari, SGA, Marcin Gortat, Jamichael Green, Montrez Harrell, Tobias Harris, Boban, Luke Richard Bamute, Jonathan Motley, Jerome Robinson, Mike Scott, Landry Shamit, Garrett Temple, Milo Stadosic, Sindarius Thornwell, Tyrone Wallace, Lou Williams, and Ivica Zubats, a second-year player. E. Um, Reggie has a question. So how does this work? Can we hire midseason, or is this Joe's team? We are going to be looking to hire. Uh, Tyler was just going over. There's a short list of accomplished head, co head coaches that are available. Um, we're gonna be—he's gonna be going to work. John Horst is—he's gonna be going to work, uh, hiring a head coach. Now he's gonna get right back to work on the trade deadline, which is coming up quickly as well. So um, he's got some work cut off for him in the next couple of weeks, in my opinion. Why not trust Joe? That's actually a good question, but uh, I would say because there's better candidates out there, that would be my response. Joe is, and I'm going to throw this out there just because somebody said we should hand the team over to Vin Baker, which I don't agree with, but um, yeah. it's some guys are just better suited to be assistants. Yeah, I, I said um, that. Yeah. 
like Vin Baker is one of those guys. Um, mm-hmm. Josh Oppenheimer is one of those guys. Those guys are better off, you know, coaching specific things. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Vin Baker, I love him as a big man coach, yep. not as a head coach. Like I, I wouldn't want Vin Baker trying to tell Damian Lillard what to do. Yeah. Cause he wasn't a guard. <laughs> right. Um, and that's where like, I get that Adrian Griffin was kind of, you know, like a, a small ball forward type thing, but you know, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll throw out there. <laughs> my dad brought this guy up, and I, and it's something that I think is worth just mentioning. Um, he brought up Tony Bennett, trying to groom Tony Bennett for the NBA. And mm. personally, like I just said to my dad, I'm like, Tony Bennett's a college guy. Like they're not going to try to bring a college guy to the NBA right now. In yeah. previous, it just really doesn't it doesn't work very often. If I'm being honest, well, bringing college guys to the pros, like even in football, basketball, like it just doesn't work that often. Yeah, he plays a slow pace, and in the NBA, it's all about fast break points and seeing how many easy buckets you can get nowadays. Right. That's that's kind of how it is. Um, no, I'm going to tell you something that, that Tony Bennett, that Tony Bennett is like 900 years old. <laughs> I know um, you're being sarcastic. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you tell you guys something that I told Tyler, uh, something that I think could be interesting, and I'm not all against the the Doc Rivers hiring. I've seen some people already talking. I don't want Doc Rivers. He's just going to spam the the pick and roll with Damian Giannis like he did with Harden and Embiid. Um, first of all, Damian Lillard is better than Harden, and Giannis is better than Embiid, so I don't know why that's a bad idea, for one. Not to mention they're <laughs> Two, both like, among the best ever to do either of those things. Right. Uh, oh, okay, you're going to you're gonna make the defense guard Damian Lillard and Giannis? Oh, God, what a horrible decision. <laughs> um <laughs> But also, I would like – I'd be interested if they would bring back Terry Stotts because it seemed like Terry Stotts, uh, his his only downfall was that he didn't get along with the philosophy of Coach Griffin. And uh, if you, you're getting rid of Griffin, you you bring in a, a guy like a Doc Rivers who is well-respected around the league, well-respected by players and, and fellow coaches, and you, he's competed against Terry Stotts before. So uh, you, you get him on the phone with Stotts and say, hey, you come back. You can help us uh, put us in d- the best position for Dame to be successful. You know, I'll, I'll bring back Bud. Here it is. And I said that right away, and I was kind of being sarcastic, Brad, when I said it to my coworkers because I was at the punch-out clock in my job, and uh, Dave, shout-out to Dave if you're watching. Uh, Dave pulled out his phone, said the Bucks fired their coach. I said, shut up, man. And he just shows me his phone, and I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, would be, it would be funny. But I, I just don't think it's the right thing to do. I, I do think with the Bucks, like I get that that uh, Bud had some family stuff going on, but I just think it was kind of time, um, yeah. you know, for a, for a new philosophy there. Um, Duggan said, just like the NFL, the head coach is about the leadership role. That's absolutely it, and that's why yep. I get the Bucks taking a chance on Adrian Griffin. Like I yep. saw a couple comments were saying that the Bucks set Adrian Griffin up to fail. I don't think that's the case. No. First of all, this roster is absolutely loaded. Mm-hmm. So I'll say that. And then second of all, the the things that are going around are that the locker room is losing faith in Griffin, which can be the case, but that doesn't change anything that happened in the summertime. So when yeah. the Bucks were interviewing Adrian Griffin, a lot of the players, I should say all of the players, even some of them who aren't here anymore, guys like Javon Carter and Myers Leonard, were behind the hiring. So it's, um, it's not like, you know, the guys didn't like him to begin with. 
It's just things just haven't worked out the way that they had hoped. So they're going in a different direction. Um, so I don't think it's anything we need to be like, oh, they never should have hired him in the first place. I don't think that's the case. And I don't think we even we even expected this to be that they were going to fire him. And, yeah. you know, we plan on breaking down some plays that the Bucks have played good defense at times. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest thing that got Adrian Griffin fired more so than just being like, oh, the defense was terrible, is that the defense was inconsistent. I think yeah. that is the bigger thing. It's mm-hmm. more the inconsistency than just being bad. Because it's just a, you know, saying the defense is bad is to just throw a blanket over it and just be like, okay, yep, that's the problem. Because the defense has good moments. Like we talked about last Wednesday, we had some had some really good switching plays where they were able to force some shot clock violations, things like that. And it just isn't always happening. Um, Reggie said, I think we average 125 a game for opponents against us. I will pull it up and see what the Bucks are currently allowing um yeah i mean it's it's not a pretty number we all know that we have expectations for a championship this year we had that before the damian lillard trade because we have guys like Giannis and chris it Middleton is Lopez. 120 the bucks are allowing 120 per game oh in january he said maybe it could oh in be. january okay it would be in the month of january um, um over their last three it's 127 ugh. um on the road it's 19 or sorry uh, at home, it's 119. On the away, it's 121. So, I mean, they're consistent, at least in what they're giving up for home and road. But, yeah, they're allowing 120 points a game, which is 25th in the NBA. Uh, if yeah. you look at efficiency, um, defensive efficiency, the Bucks are 23rd. I mean, they're not – I mean, if they, if they wear up five one-hundredths, they'd be up into 17th, but still, I mean, you're looking at splitting the difference between 23rd and second and 17, which isn't the places you want to be. That's why I bring up the doc rivers, defensive efficiency numbers, because outside of the 2017, 2018 and 2018, 2019 seasons, when he had horrible rosters, his, his teams were good defensively, consistently Mm -hmm. good, you know, Mm -hmm. top half, some of them top 10, some of them top five. Um, so I think, you know, I think it's, uh, not a bad hiring if they were to bring in doc rivers and uh, I like the idea of potentially putting Terry Stotts back in the first chair. I think that by doing doc rivers and Terry Stotts would be a fantastic way to get your defense and offense set up the way you want them to with veteran coaches. Um, Duggan asked the thoughts on trying to bring kid back. The, the word from Adrian Wojnarowski is that they're looking at established and available head coaches. So Jason Kidd is currently the head coach of Dallas and it seems like they're doing well over there. So I don't think that that's going to change anytime soon that he's in Dallas. Same with, we had somebody bring up maybe Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham is employed by the Lakers for now, but you know, it is what it is. Brett said, I think Doc Rivers would be a perfect fit. He has championship mindset with amazing offense and defensive schemes. I think these past two games against the Pistons are put the topping on the cake. And, and that's that's totally fine. I can see it that way. Even the Cleveland game, which the Cleveland thing is what it is. Um, you know, that's kind of one of those games that just happens once in a while where you crumple it up and throw it over your shoulder. But then when you stack, you know, the, the two Detroit matchups on top of it, then it starts to uh, show a little bit bigger of a sample size. Um, Reggie said he'll be fired next. And, and he could be. Like, it wouldn't yeah, shock he will. He will. But, I mean, 
look at look at let's say Phoenix for example, for them to have recycled you know a Lakers coach that was recently fired with Frank Vogel, and mm-hmm. Phoenix is you know they're they're getting better, but they were they were in a much worse spot two weeks ago than the Bucks were. Yeah, they were. And then the Bucks are. Yeah. So the Bucks are kind of just trying to get out ahead of it. Like if Darvin Ham were to get fired, like Doc Rivers would probably be on the way to what what is it, crypto arena now? It's not the without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. People Center anymore? He'd be yeah. on there immediately. So if the Bucs <laughs> can get ahead of it and they can get Doc Rivers, say, before the Lakers fire Darvin Ham and try to get him, you know, that's that. But um, hire LeBron, he's into coaching. I mean, he's probably going to go straight from – Straight from a jersey to a polo, but yeah, I agree with that. He'll probably he'll probably coach Bronny's next team. <laughs> he probably will be a player coach, Bill Russell style. Yeah, right. Um, uh, or Mike Dunleavy senior style. Yeah, Mike Dunleavy senior. I will say this: um, Netflix has a series called The Coach's Playbook. There is an episode in there about Doc Rivers. I recommend just watch it. It takes an hour of your time. And I actually, when I watched it, I got a pretty good respect for Doc Rivers. So I'll throw that out there. Um, Brett said Griffin just looks lost and you can tell he lost that locker room. We don't know what happens behind closed doors. I'm going to say, Brett, I'm just going to say this, you know, I love you, but that sentence contradicts itself. You can say that, you know, you can tell he lost the locker room, but we don't know what happens behind closed doors. It's a contradiction. So I will not say that I give bucks credit for doing this. Cause we're taking action. Now we're a championship team, not just playoff. And that's where the established coaches come in. That's where a guy like doc rivers comes in. And Jake, you brought this up when we were talking about doing this quick live. Mm-hmm. Was Doc Rivers has experience with championship or bust teams? Yep. That that 08, 09 Boston team that was absolutely championship or bust. Yep. Um, Brett said no defensive adjustments, lackluster offensive game plans, and no consistency with strong lineups got him fired. I don't know if I go as far as to say lackluster offensive game plans. I mean, I think their offense pretty good for most of the time. Um, I it. I really do think it's the consistency. That's where I really come down on it. Because well, like I said, they've had possessions of good defense. It just doesn't show up often enough. Um, Brett also said the Bucks aren't in the business of making the playoffs. They're in making winning all titles, especially after getting Dame. They don't have time to waste the season on a developmental coach. Love the move by the Bucks. Um, Kyle said with our roster, we should be way better defensively. Coaching is the quickest way to change that. Great move, Milwaukee. Ready Hi, Kyle. Meeting is hopefully stopped. I haven't seen you in a long time, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> and I agree. Even even going from Drew Holiday to Damian Lillard, which we knew was a defensive downgrade, right? We still have a defensive player of the year <laughs> and a defensive player of the year third place finisher. Yeah. Um. So oh, did he get third or second? I think he was a close. I, I think he got second. I think he got a lot of third place votes though. Did he yeah. get second? I think. Uh, yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr. won, and then Brooke got second, I think. That's what I thought so, too. Because yeah. Zubat, maybe Zubat's finished third. But either way, a candidate and a winner, you know, your, your defense should still be good enough. 
And I thought personally, this is what I thought was that the Bucks were going to give give him some time with Jay Crowder healthy. More than three games is what I thought, um, but that obviously turned out to not be the case. And again, I'm gonna this popped into my head while we were talking about it, but I think that they're going to try to get ahead of potentially other teams firing coaches like the Lakers or Phoenix who would jump on Doc Rivers in a heartbeat. I agree. Well, here's something that, that I'm thinking about is, and when I'm thinking about the defense, and you have guys like Andre Jackson Jr. where his offensive game is raw right now. He's a pretty good passer. He's a pretty good decision maker, I would say. And obviously he has the athleticism to get to the rim. I feel the same way about Marjan, where like his offense can come and go, but you have guys that are long athletes. They should be getting into passing lanes, having active hands, and we should be getting runouts, especially with those two guys right there. You mm-hmm. think about Giannis, you think about Chris. Those guys are good at jumping passing lanes, obviously. I think yep. Dame has enough basketball IQ to jump a passing lane. And then you just let Brooke protect the rim, block the shots. Giannis is coming behind him. Giannis is kind of a kind of the guy that – the glue guy that makes this happen. He can do everything, right? That's why yep. we consider him the best in the league. Next to Jokic, you could go 1A, 1B. It doesn't matter either way, right? But – I think we should definitely be having guys jumping passing lanes. Jay Crowder's obviously known for his defensive IQ. Um, you got guys like Beasley who plays on the court a lot. You can't tell me that you can't teach that guy how to jump passing lane, being being active. We can't just be having guys run to the rim. That's the thing that like really gets to me is the defense breaks down so fast, and then all these guys are wide open, and it's one pass to the corner, wide open shooter, or it's one pass, we close out, one more pass, one extra pass, and then they're getting a, a, a wide open shot. So it's just like, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand why we're so bad on defense or why we're so inconsistent, but something needs to change. So I'm going to throw out a couple other, like I'm looking at it. James said Giannis as a, as a player coach from Bill Russell. Um, <clears throat> he was drawing up plays yesterday, James. Reggie, put the put Chris Middleton trade talks out of your mind. Chris Middleton's not being traded. It's not happening. He, yeah. him, and Giannis are are too well connected, uh, on and off the court. Middleton's not getting traded. Yeah. That said, we'll talk about Marjan versus somebody else tomorrow because I have a potential hot take that I want to say. Um, Duggan asked, "What about the former Suns coach?" If you're talking about Monty Williams, he is currently the head coach of the Detroit Pistons. James asked, how about Giannis as a player coach like Bill Russell? I respect Bill Russell, but not in today's NBA. Um, The other name that I'm seeing looking at um, Bucks interview, people that they interviewed when they were looking at head coaches, Mm -hmm. um, Becky Hammond, she is currently a head coach, though, so she's not available. Uh, Jeff Van Gundy is the other name that I'm seeing possibly instead of Doc Rivers. Um, Other than that, it still seems like like Terry Stotts could be involved as he was one of the finalists and he is not currently coaching somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll look at, there's two other names that I want to look and see. Um, Brett see. said campaign. He's just been in warmups. Yeah. Campaign has not been good on defense, but you know, maybe with a, a philosophy change, um, a mentality thing, maybe inject some life into him. Do we still have coach buds number says Kyle. Kyle, man, everybody's been saying that joke, man. That, that was my immediate response to all my coworkers. I was like, man, I'm probably going to bring Bud back, huh? But uh, I think, you know, Tyler had a crazy idea. I think maybe Bud in the in that first chair next to the head coach would be – that could be interesting. Uh, honestly, that really could. You got I mean, a guy that knows the team, knows the city, understands how everybody likes to work. 
and you just tell him to focus on the offense, <laughs> really. Let me throw this out there. I mean, same with, with Doc Rivers. I mean, it was mentioned offense and defense. I mean, Budenholzer had the Bucks humming on both ends. Yeah. Um, Brett, I'm a hard no on D'Antoni. If you don't want your team's defense to get any better, then yes, I would hire D'Antoni. The Bucks would get worse defensively than better. Yeah, she, we, <laughs> I mean, we might actually get that 160 game with D'Antoni, but we're, we're also yeah. going to give yeah, up off, 152. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to score 160 if we're giving up 155 every night. All right. Uh, Cody <laughs> said Herb Jones would be a good player to trade for to help with defense if we can make it work. I would love Herb Jones. I do he too. would be a tremendous, tremendous pickup at the trade deadline. Long, athletic guy, uh, hard yeah. nose, can can help you on the defensive and offensive boards. I mean, that would be disgusting. Um, as for Dejounte Murray, I would just like to say, I called that two weeks ago. You do, you know, if you watch our Wednesday show. I called that as as a potential solve for the Bucks inter. Uh, when we did our Bucks intervention, mm-hmm. uh, I threw out Pat, Bobby, and Marjan, potentially, you know, whatever pick swaps or second round picks. Um, that that for DeJounte Murray and Wesley Matthews. Are you are you referring to Brooke Lopez or Robin Lopez? Because we're not getting rid of either, just to be completely honest with you. Yep. Um, yeah, chances they get on the Murray trade talks. I mean, there's rumor that they're already in on them, so. Um, I do like the Herb Jones idea, but I think he's going to cost a little bit more because I think people around the league mm-hmm. know who he is, mm-hmm. whereas you know not not as many fans might not know. Uh, Jeff said, "2016 Cavs fired their coach halfway through the season. Tyron Lue took over, and they got their ship. That's totally fair." Um, one other guy that I want to look up. I don't know what he's doing right now. That that 2016 team might have been the best version of LeBron, who was considered one of the best players in NBA history. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm not saying Giannis can't reach that level because he absolutely can, but that would be that would be insane if if history repeated itself like 2016 for Cleveland. Oh, that's where he is. Um, the other name that I wanted to bring up is uh, James Borrego, but he's uh, he's an assistant with New Orleans right now. Yep. So right now it seems like pretty much. Doc Rivers, Jeff Van Gundy, and Terry Stotts, Terry Stotts, Mike Budenholzer. <laughs> Budenholzer can be a Mike real option. I just picture the Dave Chappelle meme where he like tips over the cup of water and everybody runs away. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing right now. Kyle no said, if they announce Prunty as our head coach, I'm leaving. He's not going to be the head coach. He knows not that. Not for the whole season. No. Yeah, he's – yeah. What, uh, what I heard was that they're looking at probably three to four games with Prunty. So, to me, that suggests they're going to want to have this wrapped up within a week, I would think. And like I said, I really think it comes down to the inconsistency and potentially getting ahead of other teams who are, you know, in championship or bust mode and wanting to be ahead of those teams with their their hiring in midseason. Yep. I said we've been there and it was scary. Yeah, that was that was when Jason Kidd was fired. Yeah, it Uh, wasn't a great time. (laughs) Yeah, not 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 the most fun. Um, okay, let's see. Terry Taylor Porter, Green. I haven't heard that name in a long time, bro. Oh man, Terry Porter. Oh, no thanks. No thanks. Taylor, you called it out. He said, I mean a good a good time to do it before all-star break. And I agree. If we're if if he was thinking about it, it was in consideration, you might as well just rip the band-aid off right now and just 
see what's out there and try to try to give yourself as much time as, as humanly possible to fix things before the playoffs start. So this is kind of a lull of the NBA season. This is the time where you can, you know, kind of go on there and, and fix some things and tinker with some defense and tinker with some offense. And uh, I'm still going to stand by it. It's not a bad thing to spam a Damon Giannis pick and roll. I mean, that sounds like a great idea to me. <laughs> I mean, with the amount of catch and shoot options that this team has, I mean, Chris Middleton as a catch and shoot third option is, is ridiculous. Uh, we've obviously seen Malik Beasley going crazy on yep. catch and shoot and yep. Jay Crowder before his injury, he was shooting 52% on threes. The Cavs game, he came back and made a bunch, and he's he's slowed down a little bit since then, which I'm still going to give him another week and a half before I'm like, oh, why isn't Jay Crowder getting better? But, um, yeah, this roster is loaded, and and I get, you know, we talked about this when we did our intervention that, um, you know, it's good to have things to, like, know you can get better at, mm-hmm. but it just, like, the Bucks are too not good. Like, yeah. To be in the bottom third of the NBA, if they were 15th, I don't think that this would have happened. I agreed. I think it probably would have been another you know couple weeks. And that's, again, where I bring up the Jay Crowder thing that I thought that they were going to give a little bit of time with Griffin having Crowder before mm-hmm. potentially making this move. But obviously, again, you know, John Horace doesn't have the the ability to wait around. Yeah. Uh, Reggie said it seems different hiring a coach midseason, especially a team like the Bucks. I mean, it's happened before. You know, it's not often that a coach gets fired mid-season, but it does happen, and it has happened to the Bucks. Um, I mean, you look at the look at the Celtics just a couple of years ago when they had to, you know, what did they suspend and then fire uh, Ime Udoka? Yeah, yeah, he was over there going wild, man. <laughs> yeah, literally <laughs> having the time of his life. I'm going to pull this up because I saw some people asking, too, the fastest that any coach was ever fired. Uh, Dolph Shays in 1971 got fired after one game. Oh, okay. So so, that so that's one of those records that will never be broken, so that's fun. Um, Earl Watson in 2017-2018 was fired three games into the season. Uh, Mike Brown in 2012-2013 was fired by the Lakers after five games. Oh. Uh, Carl Bennett was fired in 1948. And Gene Shue in 1977, six games into the season. Uh, Paul Westfall was fired by the Kings in 2011 after seven games. Oh. So this is definitely not, you know, 43 games into the season is definitely not the fastest that uh, that a head coach has ever been fired. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tim, it's crazy news. And I'll say this, that it is surprising, but it, what I said was that it's not jaw dropping news. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, it's, it is what it is, but there's definitely some candidates out there that are interesting mm-hmm. and, and we'll definitely update that as we, as we get news on it and we'll try to get as much information on potential hires and, you know, whoever they do eventually end up hiring for sure. And we'll definitely know more tomorrow evening when John Horst does his press conference. So, yep. other than that, tomorrow we will be live at 4 o'clock. Uh, Duggan brought up Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell is, I believe, a lead assistant with Philadelphia, if I'm not yep. mistaken. So, he is Look currently employed. He was he was one of my guys, Duggan, when we were talking about coaching. I was like, man, I would love Sam Cassell. Bring him back to Milwaukee. 
He was he was with Doc Rivers actually with the Clippers last. So. Yep. Uh oh no he's a he's a Celtics assistant right now. Oh that's what it was. Um, and one of the top teams in the East. Charles that. Lee is also a Celtics assistant. My top candidate Jordy Fernandez is currently a Kings assistant. So not a lot of you know available guys out there. Whereas if this was the off season they'd be requesting interviews and you know doing their due diligence. They're mm-hmm. looking for an established and available guy. So. Yep. Again, tomorrow, starting at 4 o'clock, we'll be live. We're going to talk about the Badgers basketball and Bucks basketball games from the last week of games. So if you're interested in checking that out, we're going to break down the games. And, again, we will give any other information that we have uh, between today and tomorrow during that show. And we're live every Wednesday at 4 o'clock. So come and check us out, and it'll be live just like this. You can comment along and ask questions as well. So thanks, everybody, for hopping in with us for a half an hour to talk about this news. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Bucks in six. Always. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.